What's good? It's Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. This is not another damn <laughs> podcast presented by a damn yes. 180. Yeah. Yeah. And we damn near had some 80 degree days this past week. <laughs> November. Wow. It was upper 70s. Wild stuff, man. Yeah. Don't like summertime, but to get ready for next summer, ladies, get you a J-Scope because we got to shout out the lovely jazz creator of J-Scope. First fitness belt covers your entire midsection. Provides 100% comfort during your workouts. We ain't new at this, man. I'm just saying. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got a lot to talk about this week. Wow. What a week. <laughs> well, let's start it off um, before we get into the fuckery. Start it yes, off fuckery. That sad note. Rest in peace to the legend, Mr. Alice Trebek. Mm. This is Jeopardy. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Alex Trebek, 80 years old. He finally succumbed to his um, pancreatic cancer. So. Yeah, stage four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's still I- doing the show with stage four cancer. That's crazy. And he was signed in 2022. His contract yeah. was signed another two years. So mm-hmm. um, he was like, I'm going to be here doing the show. And he said the show to- made it, gave him something to live for. Yeah. He'd gone home. He probably would have died months ago. Mm-hmm. He said the show gave him something to live for. Mm-hmm. And it just goes to show you, like, just the perseverance, just working through. So, like, when you say, oh, I'm having a bad day, it's like he has stage four pancreatic cancer and he's going out there pushing himself but mm-hmm. Alex Trebek uh class act all the way um we had the opportunity to see him years ago when we went to that taping at what was that the Rosemont oh yeah yeah we went to the Rosemont years ago it was like the late 90s I want to say uh, I don't know if I should tell the story <laughs> <laughs> well, don't tell all of it well, don't, what tell, don't tell all of it we're just we're just leaving the inside joke there but what's your annual salary you know <laughs> Y'all, if, I, if enough people hit me on the um on Ozman the Wizard, I'm also supposed to say, "What are you talking about with that?" And we will tell the story, but I just leave it at that. Shout out to the brother Feast who actually appeared on Jeopardy years ago. It wasn't yeah. that Rosemont table. He actually went to a taping, a regular taping in Hollywood. He went in Hollywood, yeah, like 2007 or eight around that time. Yeah, but he was on Jeopardy. Yeah, he was, Feast was the real life Weird Al Yankovic because he lost on <laughs> Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> and it was awesome. Like he talked about his experience saying that, you know, meeting Alex and he even has a picture with Alex. So mm-hmm. I'm going to ask him like, can you post that picture again with you and Alex Trebek? Cause I mean, that's a dope thing that I'm sure, you I'm sure that weird Al joke went over a lot of people's heads. <laughs> <laughs> weird Al had a song way back when, um, because um, the real song of his, Our Love's in Jeopardy, and of course, Weird Al being a parody guy, he said, I lost on Jeopardy. He was on the show. Not like, because the, the song's about a couple, like, going through Our Love's in Jeopardy. Going through it right there. You know, Weird Al got a Weird Al. He'd say, yeah, well, I lost on Jeopardy is what he has about it. <laughs> and I don't even remember who made that original song. I know the Weird I Al know. version. No, I know Weird Al's version. No, his version. <laughs> I couldn't understand. I, I couldn't tell you made our, our loves in Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> I lost on Jeopardy. Who is Weird Al Yankovic? Yeah. Get our Jeopardy. Um, that's my double Jeopardy question. Format, yeah. <laughs> that's my daily double. Yeah, hey, risking it all for that. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> but I mean, I was really hoping that Alex would beat it because I remember when he. Um, announced that he was diagnosed 
And I remember people saying, um, uh, who will be, uh, will be stage four cancer? Who is Alex Trebek? Like people mm-hmm. were saying that. And we were like all like, really rooting for him and mm-hmm. just sad. And, you know, they said he was surrounded by his family at his home. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, to be surrounded by his love. So now somebody got some huge shoes to fill right yeah, now. Because who's going to be the, um, Cause you know Jeopardy's not going anywhere. It's still been on for almost forty years. The eighty-four yeah. is this version has been on the Alex Trebek version. Not I'm talking, about the, it's not talking about the original Art Fleming version. Shout out to our yeah. mom. We remember that. <laughs> <laughs> but the Alex Trebek, I want to say eighty-four is when this current version started. So it was almost forty years ago. My whole life, like I said, I just always, always knew Alex Trebek on there because I remember his curly hair and his mustache. Mm-hmm. And then um, when he was on Classic Concentration, that was like 1987. Yeah, because I remember that show. Because I remember like watching because like it had the puzzles and trying to solve it because you're like, okay, like this might be like, like it was like an ice box. It was show like an ice cube and like a cardboard box. So that's like an ice box. Then. You had so, to, um, well, at the same time, you got to flip the cards and match flip the cards, right? To like, match, on, um, yeah. like on Super Mario World, they have not my Super Mario 3. I mean, they have, yeah, yeah, games like that, right? On this, I'm going back to my NES days where they had like <laughs> flip the cards and win a prize yeah, or whatever. Match it, yeah, match you the get card. a star or you get like 20 coins or whatever. One up, like they have like yeah. stuff under there. Like you flip, you had to match them. That's by like, classic concentration. The same thing. You got to flip the cards to match them. Right. And once you match, then those cards disappear, and you see a little bit more of the puzzle. And then you okay. get the prize. Yeah. You know, yeah. Flip two more. Yeah. And then like yeah, eventually yeah, like if you can guess it just from like what little pieces you could see, then you could um do the whole. Go thing. to the bonus round, which was uh, you would win a, a new car in the bonus new round. Car. Yeah. <laughs> And then, like, the funny thing is because I was watching it on, on um, Antenna TV or whatever or Buzzer, one of those things mm-hmm. or whatever. And the funny thing is the time capsule is seeing brand new car, $7,500. Like, what year is this? You know, it's just funny. Brand new, 1986 Nissan Sentra. Something like that. <laughs> $7,500. It's like, what? <laughs> but it's just funny just seeing that because they're seeing that time stamp of knowing, like, when something was so it's definitely very which aged. is why they figured that out on old tv shows and old movies whenever you negotiate yeah. in prices when they do this they write, they write it on a piece of paper because they didn't want to be that guy when you write down some bullshit it's like, okay like here's my offer okay here's my counter offer, here's my counter like, offer. and then first like, wait a minute this is some bullshit nah nah man right. like, let's, let's, let's do it one more time here's my new offer it's like that but mm-hmm. they never say the number because like the show is like 30, 40 years ago. It looked unbelievably small right now. Right. So that's why the they just started. Back they then a was, of paper joke now, yeah. A new car back then was well under $10,000. Well under $10,000. I remember prices right when they added the um fifth digit. That's I'm old. I say I'm so and so old. <laughs> I'm prices right when the cars are four digits old. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when they added that for the one in front. Yeah. Gen Xer. <laughs> when they had to the run, the price is right. Remember the old the cars before it was just four digits. Four digits, right? <laughs> when they added the one in the front, so still it's, even then still Ooh. the cars still were like relatively low, yeah, because they just had the one. Yeah, now they yeah, just have five yeah. digits with no one. It's like because it could be like right. twenty thousand, thirty thousand, be anything. But mm-hmm. I remember when they added the one when the cars was over ten thousand, and all of them. Oh, that's expensive. Ten thousand dollars for a new car? That's expensive. Mm-hmm. Now today. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
You're going to be spending, like, for something decent, brand new, you're going to be in the 20s, in the low 20s, just if you just get a base model mm-hmm. on, like, any type of vehicle, basically. But yeah. rest well, sir. We will miss you. Um, Jeopardy will oh. never be the same. Like I said, whoever filled oh. that spot, they got some big shoes to fill. I wonder if they would go this route, like, if this would be appropriate. Um, Ken Jennings? He's the most famous Jeopardy contestant. He's the greatest Jeopardy contestant of all times because he won the tournament. And I'm so and glad that Alex was able one, to like, do when that. You name, a, name a Jeopardy contestant. Like, I, I know two, Ken Jennings and Feast. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. That's only two I can name. So I'm thinking about that maybe. And I'm glad that Alex was able to do that tournament um, earlier this year of the greatest uh, Jeopardy cont- uh, contestant ever. So that. I guess Feast didn't get an invite on. But then again, he lost too, so that's why Weird Al wasn't ah, there. Don't stop. Too bad. Yeah. <laughs> Weird Al wasn't invited either, so there you go. On <laughs> uh, shout out, remember the episode with Mar- on The Simpsons with Marge? Oh, this is Marge. Lost on Jeopardy <laughs> too. Just like um, Feast, she lost on Jeopardy too. And she was she making down 5200. <laughs> and it was like, judges. <laughs> As you forget something, Marge, you were down 5200. <laughs> Mr. Trebek. When I before we started the game, I asked you, did you understand the rules? And you said you did. Judges? <laughs> the judges come out from the shadows. And they're like two big uh, <laughs> security guard guys. Yeah, when they show all the um characters at the end of the episode, like just taking the Simpsons shit, like Alex Trebek is one of them. He's in the yeah, house. Alex is <laughs> when they take all that shit. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why was Alex Trebek taking stuff out? <laughs> Well, yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace, Alex Trebek. Yeah, just yeah. had to start it off there. Would never be the same. Would never and be the Jeopardy, same. never going to be the never. same. Yeah. Like I said, huge choose to fill whoever takes that spot. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's shift gears right now. I'll go back to um the political clown show. Hey. <laughs> and what a clown show it was this week. Yeah. I got to prepare. I got to do the right. Election night, the five night event. Because <laughs> it was like a five night event. I'm like, what is going on? Biden versus Trump. And it's still still not over and shit. It's like, you know, all the the recounts and the contesting of the the result is, uh, is, we're in for a long, uh, it's going to be a long, what, two months, two and a half months, whenever inauguration day is. It's going to be a long two and a half. So on Tuesday, November 3rd, it was election day Mm -hmm. for the whole country. So the polls open at 6 a.m. And they close at 7 p.m. That's across the board. Each time zone does. Each time zone. Yeah. So, of course, the East Coast is going first. first. Indiana is usually one of the first states to report, and they always go red. So, like, so shout out to all my Indiana voters that always always laugh at them because, of course, a lot of people, a lot of our people, we know our vote blue. So, like, it's when Indiana and, like, and, and. and Indiana closes, and they've been called for Trump. So I laugh at people like Mike Jones, yeah. like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they go. Yep. We know our parts is blue Indiana, Gary. <laughs> we know Gary pretty blue. much Lake County of Indiana, like um, <laughs> Lake County. I would say is mostly, and maybe <laughs> yeah. the, the part like by the nap, it might turn blue again. But yeah, but, yeah. South Bend ain't blue. Red state, yeah. <laughs> South blue, South Bend is red. <laughs> and then we know Illinois is going to go um, blue because even though. When you travel southern Illinois, it's very red, but Chicago makes it blue. It's like parts of Illinois, like mostly Cook County, and then um, when you Cooking get near the, when you get near the college um, towns, it turns blue again. Like yeah. Champaign County, I think is blue, but um, mm-hmm. 
almost all of it outside of those two is like outside a lot that. of red. Yeah. Cook County, then you get some Will County is blue, then you get Champaign County, and then outside of that, it's just and I, I gotta look at the map again. Let's matter of fact, let's look at the fucking map. Yeah, the data right uh, in front of them. I'm talking uh, to County, Iroquois County. Yeah, I, I drove the I drove oh, you're those guessing like an asshole school. when I could just pull it up. <laughs> <laughs> I drove going to school down there. See, I'm wearing wearing my Illinois shirt today, alumni Illinois wearing it. Give it a look. Hey. <laughs> See, yeah. North, um, Northeast Illinois is a lot of blue and a, a lot of red, like most of the state of red. red, see? Mm-hmm. But because Cook County is so huge, like um, with Chicago, yeah, so exactly. that's why Illinois always goes blue, regardless. Yeah, goes blue. Even with all this red. Cause you, well, it's red. To the naked eye, to the untrained eye, you would think Illinois is a red state by seeing that. But, like, yeah, this area right here. Chicago. What makes it? <laughs> Chicago trumps that all. <laughs> so... No shade about that, but... So, yeah. Cook County, DeKalb County, because, yeah, shout out NIU. So oh, like, NIU is up there, yeah. yeah. NIU. Champaign County. Um, What's DuPage County DuPage like? DuPage County is blue, very blue. blue. Okay, yeah, yeah, very blue. Because they got a little bit of money in DuPage County, that's why I asked. They got a little Kane County is, um because that they turned, like, Kane is blue. Mm-hmm. Lake County, that's um about like the northern suburbs of there. Right, right, right. Like, um, Gurney and all Gurney that. out there that way, yeah. That's Lake Here County. Wisconsin, yeah. So um Peoria is blue. Pizza. <laughs> and then the Quad City area, like Rock Island, because the Quad Cities is blue. Right, right, right. So all these other counties. What's the Iroquois County, Sangerman County. <laughs> Surprisingly, Winnebago County's blue. That's um, I thought um, they were red. That's where Rockford is at out there. Cause no, I'm on in Rockford, Power 106, and they were blue. Like, I guess, uh, I, I, guess knew Rockford, I knew Rockford was Trump Town, but I guess, I guess Fred Rockford, Van Vliet. Fred Van Vliet, <laughs> Rockford's own Fred Van Vliet. I don't know how he votes. But yeah, the whole world already knows by now. Um, Joe Biden um was elected. Joe Biden, president of the United States. That's where that's where this whole conversation is going. We just, basically president. We drag, we're dragging it out because the results dragged it out, so we got to drag it out too. Yeah, it's probably gonna, we're gonna make it a five hour podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so we gotta drag our results out too, and shit. We can't just give it to you right away. <laughs> the five night event. <laughs> so I just want to announce to say that. Looking at so, the electoral map. And um, pretty much all the states have declared. You still have um, North Carolina hasn't declared yet. Georgia hasn't declared yet. Alaska hasn't declared. Declared. That's the only three that haven't declared. Nevada declared really, really late. They put the. We're gonna talk right? about the ass. Yeah, they like, put the Lord Hill meme. We'll <laughs> talk about the ass. Like the Nevada. Um, they um, they kind of some pussies out there. Let's talk, let's talk about them right now. Let's go. Yeah. Because um, Biden, for the longest time, like about 48 hours a while, he was stuck he was at like um, 264. Or it's never poured 253 because, like, some people said 264. Um, so that's because of Arizona. Because of Arizona. I'm going to say Arizona. Some, um, I, I'm going by Associated Press is what Associated I'm Associated Press. Some news sites claimed Arizona, some didn't. Yeah, because so, CNN um, didn't. Surprisingly, Fox News cleared, uh, they called Arizona. Fox News um, was the first ones, I think, to call it. I, like, I think Fox News was the first ones to call it for Biden. Even before it shocked that, me. I they, was like, Fox News? But um, where am I at? 
You have Nevada, who has exactly six electoral votes, and yeah. Biden was stuck at that 264. At 264. They didn't want to be the ones to call it shit. Because <laughs> they said, um, you're not um, you're not tearing our casinos up and all that. They got all them casinos and all they yeah. and Nevada is um is it's, it's a lot of MAGA out there like, outside of Vegas, like outside of, <laughs> yeah. it's a lot of MAGA, they said. And I think Nevada's open carry too. So they said, you know what? We're gonna let somebody else call it. And then as soon as Pennsylvania called it, then it's like, oh, we got our state too. It's like <laughs> y'all knew that shit two days ago. You just didn't want to be the ones to declare. It's like we'll let somebody else call it, and then we'll come in on the, like ten minutes later. It's like, oh yeah, oh yeah. I by the way, like, like big boss, big big boss, and um, mm-hmm. uh, Metal Gear. Oh, by the way, <laughs> so I kept looking at the results. I was like, Biden probably going to get the They don't want to be the ones to call it, though. That's all that is. <laughs> and even Ariana was getting mad because uh, for her school, um, the teacher actually let them have a mock voting. So uh, because of COVID concerns, they couldn't, yeah, they couldn't actually go into school and vote, but uh, they put a poll online for the kids to actually okay. put it in. Back, I remember we were in school um, at Black, as a matter of fact, saying mm-hmm. yeah, we used to do that as well, too. Um, mm-hmm. We had the mock elections. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm Reagan Mondale old. That's like was my first <laughs> mock election. I'm not old enough to remember Carter Reagan. I remember Reagan and Mondale. That's those mm-hmm. 84 one. I remember and then that. they even sent the sticker over to her. Mm-hmm. Um, like they had like a sticker that the teacher scanned on and we printed it out and she cut it out and then she got to wear her sticker. And so Ariane just kept on looking. She's like, mommy, why are the numbers still the same? Because it kept on saying 264, 213. Ariana was like, Mommy, why are the numbers moving? I was like, I don't know, baby. I said, I can't make them count faster. I said, they're supposed to be counting the votes, and they have to count all the votes, sweetie. And she's like, but why aren't the numbers moving? I was like, exactly my point, baby. Why aren't the numbers moving? We all had that question. Nevada. Because <laughs> I'm like, he needs exactly that six, so... So they don't want to be the ones. They're going to wait for one of these other states. They're waiting for um either Pennsylvania, Georgia, North Carolina. So we'll let one of them do it, and then we'll piggyback. Like, that's my theory. That's about it. Once Pennsylvania dropped it, it's like, okay, it don't even matter. Nothing else even nothing even matters. So come on, Nevada. You can come on now. <laughs> nothing matters anymore. This is the wildest fucking election in history. But the way that Pennsylvania flipped, it was like... Ooh. All of the mail-in ballots and um, it's um, Philadelphia. It's some um accusations that's going on about <laughs> those ballots, like yeah, but um, because all of the mail-in ballots, that's what it was. Yeah. Trump was leading, and then a lot of the mail-in ballots came in for Biden, like some like a hundred and thirty thousand or something like that. It was a lot. Yes, yeah, a lot came in because. Uh, Democrats encourage people that if you can avoid going to the polls, like mail in. This is the highest mail in vote of all time because of COVID. The COVID well, concerns because people. My didn't mom win. stayed home and voted. Yeah. Yeah, she didn't go to the polls. My mother in law did because I dropped off her ballot for her because I early voted. So when she gave me, she was like, "Oh, when well, you early vote, can you?" I said, "Okay, I'll take your ballot in." So I she think Green early voted too. Our brother. He did. He did. So he did. We had quite a few people in our family that early voted that didn't want to go to the polls. Yeah, because it's just like the concerns there were just, you know, this is something that we haven't ever experienced in our lifetime. Like the last pandemic was... It's funny you've been whacking fucking shit. Yeah. So, I mean, 
the memes were just like the the memes coming in after were just priceless. Like they said, um, I'll let you handle the memes, and then um, and then I have my um my say on all of this. They said they said that um uh, the all, male- the, all the black folks um electric sliding for Biden. Oh, talk about them too, but go ahead. Um. <laughs> they said that uh, I'm just laughing because I find it comical. The memes were cracking me up because they said um that's why I'm gonna let you handle the memes. The I didn't read a lot of them because um it I'm over this election. But yeah, so <laughs> This is the best one. I saw the mail-in ballot kicking in like um, like an edible, what they said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that made me laugh. Then I saw another one where they had like a white guy who had like, a regular haircut. And then you could tell he went to a black barber and got like the Caesar. And mm-hmm. they was like when Red State flipped to, uh, when Georgia flipped, no, like when Arizona flipped from red to blue. So I was like, that was funny. A lot of John McCain memes about Tom. Yes, John McCain. They had him peeking out like, yeah, how that how feel, you know? Saw something with his ghost and shit. There's a lot yeah, of, well, of pain memes. Coming in like haunting Trump. Mm-hmm. But I mean, those were like fun. You know, I so, like I like memes like that that are like lighthearted, like fun stuff. But you know, like stuff that's like, you know. Oh, and then the other one where it said um, Georgia um, put down uh, draw four, like they were playing Uno and said the color is blue. <laughs> Like just Georgia's, stuff like I that. Rock, but the, the, Georgia still hasn't declared for um either side though. Like this, <laughs> I, I don't know if they are like with all this like Georgia's and they a hundred percent of the votes have been counted. Biden is leading, but they still haven't declared Georgia. I don't know. North Carolina is the same way. All right, it's like if all the votes are counted. And then... All the votes are counted. And, um, with Trump's leading, like I don't know why I haven't called North Carolina or Georgia. What this call would be over. Cause like those are only three states. Alaska is just Alaska. Like it's just, Alaska's Alaska. They still like <laughs> sure, like they probably got one. They probably got one post office in the whole state. So like they got they still waiting for mail in ballots to come in. And shit, that's all that is. <laughs> Sarah Taylor and her family. <laughs> Alaska's they not they like barely halfway through there. So they like fifty eight percent like of there. Oh, like way behind. <laughs> so, hey, okay. but, Trump, Trump's got such a big lead. Alaska always goes red anyway, but um, yeah. they, they, I guess they just want to wait till the count off before they declare Anchorage it. Anchorage and Juno, that's all I know in Alaska. Anchorage is like in Juno. Anchorage and Juno. I don't know much about Alaska. That's all I know. city called Barrow, I don't know. So that's why I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. Um, but just watching the whole thing unfold, like when we saw the different um, swing states, like we saw Wisconsin go blue. We was like, huh. Wisconsin and Michigan both flipped from um, 2016. Right. Because they both went for Trump. And Minnesota went blue also. It's like, hmm. Minnesota's blue from last. I'm looking at the ones that the flip states are Wisconsin, Michigan, Michigan. Arizona. They flipped, yeah. Yeah, they flipped. And Pennsylvania. Those Pennsylvania are the ones flipped, flipped too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, four states that flipped from um, 2016. That's the four that flipped from red to blue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And looking at it, I go like, hmm. Like, okay. Interesting, interesting. But um, as soon as the stuff started coming down, Trump immediately was like he wanted to call for a recount because he's like, they're cheating, they're cheating. And he immediately called for a recount. Wisconsin said that we're not doing a recount. Wisconsin already said that. Michigan <laughs> threw the lock. He sued Michigan. They threw the lawsuit out. Yes. Because I'm like, he ordered a recount in uh, Wisconsin and threatened to sue Michigan. Mm-hmm. 
And they said that the claims were unfounded claims. It was just no evidence. So, I mean, like you said, once again, the noise. But what I do like about social media, and shout out to Facebook and Twitter, what Mm -hmm. they are doing is they're being... They're being responsible about not letting misinformation be spread because if you post something about the election that isn't necessarily true, they're going to flag your post because uh, the president got in a lot of trouble with that with Twitter because he was posting stuff saying, I won the election. They're taking it like he was making a post like that. And then Twitter kept on flagging his post like, no, this is untrue. This is uh, not giving factual information because like I said, we live in an era where a lot of people even though we have all this great technology, we have technology at our fingertips. So we can just log right in and just get something just quickly, but we don't do that. We don't fact check. So if you make a statement like there, like a statement I saw, it's dead people that they have casting ballots. And you make a statement like that and you really don't have any proof about it and you make that kind of a statement, then it just goes like wildfire and people aren't necessarily going to fact check it to see. And I don't know if dead people did have ballots or not. I don't know, but like, that's one of the stories that's out there, but yeah, that's a story that I saw. And I was like, well, that, but do you guys copy it? Cause I did have it on the Simpsons where, uh, Sideshow Bob stole the election by having the cemetery and even the pet cemetery vote. Like that was on the Simpsons, but. Yeah, but I mean, like, I like that social media is being more responsible because. How do you, like, how, how do you feel about? Oh, I know, I'm a, AKAs, they can have that moment, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like, I get them that moment, yeah. <laughs> I got I, uh, my homegirl, Angela, or like the, um, my office, the, um, the big dog over the office. So. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I have a lot of friends and family who are AKAs, a lot. Like, a lot of people I know because, like, my whole time, like, I'm looking like, oh, I'm like, so and so, you an AKA? You an AKA? You an AKA? Like, I'm looking like that. I know a lot of AKAs. I didn't realize I knew so many. But um, they're having their moment. Like, some of them showed up. They was like, they went to the polls with their 20 pearls and their pink and green. They went out there and they were. You know, <laughs> really like going out there, just really putting it on. But you know, a couple um, of AKs too. But go ahead. Not what I do. <laughs> what I do like is um about Kamala Harris, and this is what I say about um her being elected, being the first woman, and not just woman, but woman of color, because she's black and she's half black, half um Indian. So she's a woman of color, definitely a black woman. You know, but um, I took a picture of her because they were posting it on social media. So then I showed Ariana a picture of Kamala Harris because Ariana was like, Joe Biden's the president. I'm like, yeah, he got elected. And then I showed her a picture. I said, this is the vice president. This is Kamala Harris. And then she said. And then she smiled. And I'm like, what do you see, Ari? I'm like, does she look like us? She's like mommy and you and mommy. And like she's black like us in there. Ari was like, yeah, I said, so this is representation matters. And I told Ariana about representation matters. And at that point, she was like, she was like, what is that? And I explained to her that when you see someone who looks like you in a high position, then what does that mean? That means that you, that can be me. And she said that. I'm like, that's right, baby. That can be you. You can reach those dreams, too. If you see someone who looks like you that's already there, you're like, hey. I can get there one day too. 
So I think that that's an important moment. Like I said, for me as a mother of a black child, a black, a little black girl, like just having her see somebody that looks like her so she can feel that, you know, that, that good moment about it. So that was what I got out of it. A good answer. That's my positive moment. I say, like I said, like I said, whether you like her or not personally, whether you agree with her policies, it's like this is this is a historic moment. You have to acknowledge the historic moment. So acknowledge that at least before you start tearing into, you know, but it's just so much negativity just nowadays that people rather tear into people rather than acknowledge uh, that we're witnessing history right now. This is a historic moment. So. So that's what I say about that. All right. Well, let's um, mm-hmm. let's um, count point and counterpoint with this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord, what you got? <laughs> big thing from this year's election that the exit poll showed is that um, black men are the new swing voters. Mm-hmm. Black men came out less for Biden than they went for Hillary Clinton four years ago. Why is that? It's like a lot of black men that not not even necessarily supported Trump. A lot of them did. Like, of course, I'm not voting for fucking Trump. <laughs> well, you know, I'll just say that right here. Yeah, I say, eyes is MAGA. I'm wearing a red shirt, but this ain't don't say, it don't say make America great. It says stay loyal, humble, and hungry. And that's my message for right now. Got to stay hungry, especially now. Yeah, the election's over. Yeah, you got to so, stay hungry. Stay hungry, black. We all got to eat. <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah, NBC News posted an article. Shout out our cousin David, who like put this one on his timeline. <laughs> David McGee is a super political brother right here. <laughs> the black men drifted from Democrats towards Trump in record numbers, according to the exit polls. I said it's bigger than just Trump. It's like a lot of black folks voted down ballot. Like I don't know they said they were um weren't voting president. A lot of black dudes, right. and some mm-hmm. voted um independent, like write-in candidates, libertarian, like a lot of black dudes. West. <laughs> He actually got 60,000 votes. Yeah, a lot of people wrote Kanye in because he was only on the ballots, I think, in like 12 states. So, yeah, he wasn't in a lot of states. So a lot of black folks wrote Kanye in. A lot of black dudes wrote him in. He was originally supposed to be on the Illinois ballot. Then they kicked him off. So then a lot of party wrote him in. I didn't write Kanye in either, so I'll let y'all know. Yay. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have a couple of, well... Well, the big theory, obviously, that I have about that is that black men are still about the 94 crime bill. And That's they feel like because Biden. Because it's, um, it's architect brother, his brother's it. still sitting in jail. He, he did write it. Yeah, Biden, you know, he was the architect. Biden wrote it. Bill Clinton signed it into law. And he was the architect of it. So they feel like because you were the architect of it. We, you, you messed up a lot of black families with this crime bill. And it's not, it's not an easy answer with that. It's a, it's a yes or no. It's not, everything isn't always black and white. It's, it's very much shades of gray, that whole thing, because yes, the bill was written. I want to hear your take on the crime bill. Yes, the bill was written, but in the nineties, what was going on? Like the Rodney King stuff that happened in the early nineties. Um, Gun violence was like people talk about gun violence now. Gun violence was an all time high in the 90s. All that gang stuff, the shoot, shoot, bang, bang, carjack, all that was going on in the 90s. It was serious, like crime going on in the 90s. 
Then you had like the big epidemic, like the crack epidemic, crack epidemic in the eighties. Which also and um Biden um he's the one who um he arcs he arcs he orchestrated that too the um crack loss. Yeah. Where um you get high you get higher what's the word I'm looking for penalties penalties for, for like having powdered cocaine having powdered cocaine and then we know that crack was like by for the record minorities like yeah. cocaine was used by like. Like, as Whitney said, crack is whack, crack is cheap, I don't do crack. Like, cocaine was like the party drug, you know, it was like... But Biden is the one who orchestrated that, the 86 crack laws and the 94 crime. Mm-hmm. That's all Biden. Yeah, so he did, but I'm like, that's why I'm like, it's shades of gray, because it's like, the Democrats were asking for these harsher penalties. Oh, and the, the like, National Black Caucus did. like, it's messing up the... We're, we're ruining black families because we want to get this crack out of our community. We want to get these guns out of our community. All this violence. fast for me. The Congressional Black Caucus definitely signed off on that crack. That's what I'm saying. Like they were, they were asking for these harsh penalties. They actually, of the world, people like that, like they actually agreed to this shit. So there, so there goes the phrase: "You cut off your nose to spite your face." That's what was happening. They were cutting off their nose to spite their faces, and that's what happened. All I wanted, uh, I said it on this podcast. <laughs> That's what it. happened. All Biden had to say was like, hey, I fucked up. But if you elect me, I can fix it. That's all he had to say. He still I think he those, did. I don't, I, I don't remember I him ever calling that for the, the 94. I thought he did. Uh, they I, said he did. He did. I didn't hear him say it. I have, to, I have to get proof of that because like, I want to find the exact quote because people were saying that he did finally acknowledge it, but I haven't been able to find the exact quote, and so I want to find it. I didn't hear him say it. Because they're like, he must have said like in one of his campaign things, but I want to see it. Like I just don't want to see like the hearsay of it saying that, oh, he acknowledged that. He acknowledged that wrongdoing. It's like, if it is said, like if somebody does have the direct link of where he did say that, even if they have, a, if it, even better, if you have a video of him saying that, I want to see the exact link so I can just see that. that. Well, too. So then I, I want to see can, it. We can put that to rest for good because that's where I'm at right now. All you had to say was, yeah, I wrote that, but I was wrong. Well, one thing I did see in his, acceptance, in his, in his acceptance speech of him um, taking, uh, accepting the uh, 46th president elect, I watched that speech and he did. I didn't watch that. I watched it for this purposes. I watched it, and he did. That's because you know, I know it's historic, Kamala, and all of that. But I, I, I'm over this election. <laughs> and he did say, but he did say that um, he did basically express gratitude to the black. Watch, watch Jim Carrey's version of it. But go ahead. He did. Uh, he did acknowledge the black. Um, he did acknowledge the black. Um, but he did give acknowledgement to the black community, saying that you know you stood by me and everything, and basically like. And I'm not going to forget, but I'm just paraphrasing. Like, I don't have the exact thing, but I did see that. Like I said, I was watching that live when he said that. I was watching it live when he did acknowledge that the black community has stood by me countless times. And, you know, basically, I'm not. Words, we shall see. That's all I'm And that's why I was just like, this is what I did. When, as soon as I heard that, I was like, okay, mental note. You said this on. 11 7 at 7.47 p.m. So I can have the exact quote, too. I'm definitely watching. I took my mental note because, like I said, I'm just paraphrasing now. But when he said that, I even I, I had to rewind my TV back because when I heard that, I was like, did he just say the Black community has stood by me countless times? And, like, the way that he acknowledged, because he was I acknowledging... Always save Democrats. What are you talking Because he acknowledged every group. Because he, he said the point, of, the point that he was making is that he was saying that... um. 
it basically took all of us to come together to um, work together in unity. And that was like this whole thing saying that I'm not going to be president of just the blue state. I'm president of all the states and that um, I'm here to bring unity back. And, you know, I'm not just going to be a president for people who voted for me, but for people who voted against me, I'm going to be a president for all. And then he was like, you know, talked about, it just was, he was like, this was a collective effort. He said, so, um, you know, he was like, um, gay, straight, trans, like, you know, he named it all the different demographics. And then I was like Native American, Latino, like he would just name every demographic. And then when the black one didn't get mentioned, I'm looking like, and then he waited. And then like, he mentioned the black one separately away from those. He mentioned the black separately. I'm sure somebody black wrote that speech. It's like, yeah. Like he wrote, the, he did, like he didn't mention them with the other demographic. He mentioned the black people specifically by themselves. Mm-hmm. And like I said, like, um, uh, well, you can look up the quote and everything to see. So I took a mental note, like, okay, you said this on 11-7 at 747. No. <laughs> I took my mental note, like, okay. We shall see. But, I mean, I, I know. I just put a, posted a funny video, like, I'm mom, because I had a little um, exchange. Because Leon, we kind of see eye to eye on this shit. <laughs> he posted a funny, uh, you know, like, one of the memes. Like, it was a, he's like, yeah, funny video, but. I must say to um fucking Derek, if it's the Democrats, some saving grace from black folks. He's like, oh, I mean, I, I, I tongue tied that. He said, "Fuck the narrative that Democrats are some saving grace from black folks," and mm-hmm. I, which I agree with. Is like, yeah, like blacks tend to vote automatically Democrat without without looking at the. And I posted a, my reply was like, "Yeah, Trump's gone. Good riddance. Like, get him the fuck out of here." But black people shouldn't be celebrating this as some major victory. Got to stay focused. Hold Biden and Harris accountable for a black agenda. That's my response. And this is why I said, and this is why, because like David put this up and he was like, okay, now the fun is about to start. The real work begins now. I said that that before the election. election, Regardless of the outcome, black folks shouldn't be celebrating whoever wins. Like, we got to stay focused. Okay, you won. What are you going to do for black? This is what, this is what, this is how it should play out. And I'm being realistic. I I give the AKAs their moment. Y'all can stroll in on. And like with black women, like y'all, yeah, girl pop, but like after after this weekend is okay. This I'm is how this is what should play out because Biden will not be sworn in as president until January twentieth, twenty twenty one. We we start getting our Christmas list together now. Like, so, you don't wait for, you don't wait December no, to do your list. We you don't, but this is this is how it should now. this is how everything this is how everything if you're if if they are going to do what they said they're going to do this is how it should play out and this is just me being a realist okay Biden takes office in January we know that when a new uh, administration comes in they it, it's a changing of the guard so that takes a little while to do the change of the guards it does so the beginning of 2021 changing of the guards we're in the middle of a pandemic still okay middle of um 2021 we need to have this coronavirus under control because now we're like, now it's like going into like, when's this going to be over? Are we going to be, are we still going to be with this stuff five years later? Like what, like we need to get control of this virus. Maybe Pritzker is trying to shut the state down again, but yeah. um, we got to get control. I don't think that's going to work this time. People no. are fighting it back this time. Yeah, we got to get control. The restaurant owners are like, fuck that. We're not shutting down. And I can tell, and I'm going to touch on that too. Oh, we, we going to do that. We're going to touch local politics too. This yeah. is the whole part. Probably the so, rest of the planet is going to be political. That's yeah. why I wanted to start with Alice Trebek. I didn't right. want to talk about him because I knew we were going to go long with this political. Mm-hmm. So the first part I said, like, chain of the guard, I, like, I'm realistic. I know that um, as soon as you step foot, start, 
it's a process. Like you just can't come in and be like, okay, well, I'm going to, you know, do my own agenda. You have to like, the administrations have to change over and that takes a little bit of time. That's why I say beginning 2021, you're changing the guard. Middle 2021, you get this coronavirus under control. Once you get the coronavirus under control, now you're putting the economy back together because the economy sucks right now. You got to put the economy back together. A lot of us is hurting. It killed the economy. Then, by the end of 2021, going to 2022, now we should be addressing this black agenda. We need to be addressing it. Don't be like in 2023 when we're at the end and you're like, well, I'm caring up for my re-election, so I, now I I'm going to do Not only that, but even worse, no. don't sweep the shit under the rug. Don't sweep it under the rug. That's if why I don't said, mention it, they won't say anything. That's why I said by, by the beginning, no later than the beginning of 2022, beginning 2022, you should be addressing the black agenda because then that gives you plenty of time to get stuff in order. You got. I don't. I don't want to hear shit. About I don't want to hear shit about. I don't want to hear Trump's name ever. Exactly. Been. You got plenty of time. You don't got say three that years. All. Do don't something. say that. Yeah. Well, what are you gonna do? Vote for Trump? You're like I don't ever no, want to hear that. Mention. That's weak. That's weak. Time to hold Biden and Harris accountable. That's why I'm saying. Gone. Yeah. That's why I'm saying the first year. I'm gonna give you the first year to get your ducks in a row. Because we have other things, not saying that we're not important, but we got we got a pandemic, we got the we got a lot going on that needs to be addressed. What? But by 2020, you need to be doing this. If I see one group ahead addressed ahead of black folks before those you just mentioned, then I got questions. And that's exactly why I said that's how it should play out. Changing of the guards. If you um pandemic the economy, I give you all of that. But and I said changing the guards first because like people don't realize that. Kind of, sort of. That takes a little bit of time. Like you just don't go in, and your administration just doesn't come in and be like, "Yeah, we're going to do this." It doesn't work like that. You start seeing these yeah. other groups like get stuff. Yeah, no. Or black folks like while a pandemic is still going on. No, no. that's going to be BS. Found time for that shit, but then I have questions. That's why I say it should play out like that. If it plays out, that's the that's the scenario that it should play out as. That's the gripe like a lot that. of um a lot of brothers had with Barack. Like um, I'm not um. I'm not anti Barack. How a lot of our, a lot of brother, like especially some in our family, one I mentioned earlier on this podcast, because <laughs> yeah, a lot of them are yeah anti Barack like that because um it says a lot of black men said Barack took care of everybody but blacks. He found like ways to take care of every group but blacks. Like, and this is what, and that's another one. That's another mixed bag. I think that where Obama faltered at as a president, I think that he faltered in where. And I can say this as a black person, if you are a black face in a white space, we sometimes do stuff to overcompensate so we don't want to seem too black. And I'm not being funny when I say that. We do that sometimes as black people. But you don't, especially as a black woman, if I go in somewhere and I raise my voice and I now automatically, I'm the finger snapping, neck roll, I'm the ghetto angry black bitch. That's what I am. So I have to contain my emotions when I go into things. I have to navigate You got to embrace that. No, but I'm saying, but I'm saying that. But my first term, I give you that. The second term. I'm saying that's what happened in his first term. And then by then. It should have been a real ninja that second term. Yeah, but I'm saying, but then by by the second term, he was already too Like, okay, I'm not running again anyway. Like, he should have been a real. Yeah, but by the second term, he was already too comfortable. And then he was just. Outside, he came out that second term. That's all I'm saying. But uh, I'm just saying, like, that's what happened the first. When he came in and then he was trying to be too. I don't want to come in and be, because everybody just automatically assumed that when he, well, not everybody, but you know, some of the white folks assumed that when he came in, he was going to come in and hook up Ray Ray with a job who wasn't qualified. And he didn't do that. Like, all the people that he appointed 
were qualified for to do their positions. They were qualified. Shout out Rahm Emanuel. Like he he put people who were qualified. Rahm, Rahm was part of Barack's um, first term, part of his. Yeah. He, he put people in who were qualified. When he ran for mayor, he left Washington and came to Chicago, back to Chicago. But Rahm yeah, was, he was like, good. <laughs> <laughs> but he did put in people who knew their job. Like if you are putting together a team, like. Like, and Rob, Rob, was Rob was definitely a mixed bag as mayor of Chicago. That's a whole other podcast. There. <laughs> <laughs> Ironically, Trump was the one who put people in positions who weren't qualified. Shout out Bessie DeVos. <laughs> who should not have been head of education at all. She had no idea what she was doing. Shout out Linda McMahon. <laughs> That's why Vince McMahon's wife was part of the Trump administration. <laughs> it's like, why are you picking these people? These are just your friends. It'd be like if you just like, if you put an administration together, you put me in charge of keeping it cool. <laughs> whatever, like, whatever. Emma Simpson, she put Barton, she gave Barton. Keeping it cabinet. real or whatever. President Lisa really did Barton cabinet position. <laughs> keeping it cool. You That's my whole thing about this. Charge. Like, um, I've been seeing a little too much celebrating. And like, I saw. Um, yeah, I, you I, shouldn't I, be out celebrating. I saw Kendra G basically doing a dance in front of the Trump Tower. Yeah, I saw because she was. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I said, okay, I give you like um, you're a black woman. You're probably excited about Kamala Harris. Like, I'll allow that. But um, after this weekend, I don't want to see no more of that shit. <laughs> yeah, I didn't celebrate. I just took I just took humor and like just the I take humor in things. Like, I don't like hypocrisy on either side because I'm like I put up a post and some people shared my post. I was like, so the 2016 people said, that. if you don't like the results, you need to leave. You. How y'all doing? I, I just asked a question. I'm like, it may have rubbed some people the wrong way, but I mean, that's a real question. It's like, in 2016, people were screaming, you don't like the results, get out this country. Okay, you don't like the results, then what are you going to do? Since we go in there, let's talk about the other <laughs> side. Let's talk about the MAGA side of things. Yeah, let's do that. I just right. don't like hypocrisy on either let's side. Talk I don't like like, let's talk about the other side right now. We um, right. Basically, all we talked about was Biden here. We haven't talked about what's going on on the other side of oh, course, like I said, Trump contesting all of this. Like he sued Michigan, um, Wisconsin, and Georgia. I think he sued like some states about. He's trying um, to get recounts. Automatically, like I think Pennsylvania got sued as well too. I think. Yeah, he's trying to get recounts in everywhere that he lost. Want to get a recount in Wisconsin? Is Wisconsin going to? Uh, Georgia. Wisconsin said no. They said it's going to do a recount <laughs> because theirs is really close. Yeah, they still, they still haven't even declared Georgia. So Georgia is really close because last time I saw Georgia, I think that Biden was only leading by like seventy five hundred. So they that's haven't like even declared Georgia yet. So it's, it, that's a very small margin. Definitely gonna get so. a recount there because they haven't declared yet. So a recount of Georgia, that's that's appropriate, I feel, because that's a really close margin. But anything over a certain amount, the ones that declared probably won't get recounts. Except yeah. only three states that haven't declared yet, and Georgia is one of them. So, like, right. that's probably why they said, like, you know what? Let's not declare this shit till we recount all of this shit. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they were big time in their feelings. Like, they um had, like, MAGA supporters were going to these polling places, and they were going to keep watch to make sure that the ballots were being counted correctly. But they came in armed. You show up to a polling place with a gun. My thing is, okay, if, if, if you want to do a peaceful pro. And, here, and, and here's where we do the Constitution. You know that Second Amendment, right? You know that very well. But in the First Amendment, you are, you can't assemble. You have a right to assemble. So if you think that something is wrong and you want to protest it, you can go and protest it. Absolutely. However, the second you show up with a gun at a polling place, my uh, next question is, 
So if you stand there and you're watching them like hawks, making sure that they don't cheat or making sure they don't alter the ballots, and then the result is still the same, what are you going to do? Are you going to shoot the people because the results are not what you think? You know who goes in? You know who goes in with a gun who demands stuff when it doesn't happen the way it wants to? Robbers go into stores and they come in with guns and they demand that something happens. That's who goes in with guns. Because like you said, you have a First Amendment to right to assemble, but (laughs) you have a Second Amendment to right to carry a gun. You do, but why are you carrying the gun to the place if you're going to just observe? (laughs) It makes no sense to me. Unless you plan to use it. That's what I'm saying. Like If the results aren't correct, then what would you do with the gun? What would you do with the gun if, they, like, if you watch them and they still count and they're like, Biden still won the state, what are you going to do? Are you going to shoot them? That's like my question. What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. It seems like the gun is there for intimidation. It doesn't seem like it's there oh, for it's protection. It's definitely there for intimidation. It's yeah. there for intimidation, not there for protection. It's one thing if you use it for protection, but it's there for uh, intimidation. Um, <laughs> my thing is like maybe the, the poll. If I was, I was working the polls, I'd have my gun with me. <laughs> <laughs> it goes both and I'm thinking about a lot of the polling places. Like, I don't know where you like uh, where you went for your polling place, but like the people at my polling place, they were older. They were like everybody there was like median age was like fifty. Like Most the people at my are older. Place. They were um they were like fifty at least. Um, it was people around my age that were there. They were. Like, it was people that were like, like I said, they like. Well, I mean, of course, they people there too. But um, they yeah. looked older rather. They may not have been as old, but to me, they looked like they were of a certain age. Like. <laughs> Like, I mean, our mom was an election judge for many years before, like, her mobility took a turn for the worse. But we yeah. all voted in 08 um, when the yeah. mama won. Um, she was coming was there. before we got on we the voted, Yeah, we went. We, we found her. out the, the Barack was elected. We were mid flight between Chicago and Vegas, probably somewhere right. flying over the, um, the Grand Canyon somewhere. Like, cause we didn't fly it out till we landed. This is back yeah. in uh, 2008, like, playing Wi Fi wasn't shit back then. No, it wasn't. So nobody on the plane knew what was going on. Like now, like you got your Wi-Fi, you just pull your phone out and look now. But back right. then, you didn't have no plane. Then, like, then we saw in the airport and it had on the screens in the airport. As we were getting our luggage, Barack was giving his speech. I remember that. We were like, I mean, that's why I'm just thinking. And that's another reason why I think a lot of stuff didn't get done because, like, um, black folks were like electric sliding for eight years. <laughs> it was like, that's what I say, get it out of your system this weekend. But like, yeah, I don't want to see people with electric sliding on. Like we, happy to have a black president. We said we're not going to ask him for shit. Yeah, we're just celebrating too much. That's all. No. <laughs> and I've and I've been very vocal about this too. Like, don't give me slain. Don't give me hot sauce. Don't give me a chicken sandwich from Popeyes. Uh, don't, don't go. Don't go sneaker shopping and buy. Don't give me Jordans. Taylors, yeah. <laughs> One thing that you can do, I said, well, it doesn't apply to me, but I know several people it does apply to. You can take care of the student loans for people. <laughs> I know some of Biden's agenda. What I saw is like thirty thousand. That's like not um earth shattering money, but it's better than nothing. That take off something. Better than nothing is what I've been seeing. Like thirty. That take off something. If you, you, have, got, you don't have big loans, that would cover it. Yeah. If you owe sixty and then you take thirty, that's half. No, if you owe like <laughs> two hundred, then it's not going to do much. Yeah. But yeah, it's Thank better you. than nothing. <laughs> so. But um, let's talk local. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the national. Unless you had more to add to it, I think I'm done with that. Oh, like what that? Yeah, I got one more. Yeah, no, go ahead. Van Jones, what do you think about his ass? Did you see Van Jones crying um on TV over the? Other? I saw part of it. 
Because like, I saw it, but like Ariana was like asking me questions because I couldn't like really hear everything he was saying because Ariana was like talking to me and then Khalil started talking to me and then, you know, I did see like them crying. I saw like, people reposting the screenshot of him crying. What do you, what do you think before I give my opinion? Um, I think that he just had a moment like and you know, I think it was like an authentic, genuine moment that came out and it seemed like people are roasting him for it, but I mean, I think that was just a moment. My brothers that came are out. more roast. Like the, the women, um, are more like on yours. Like, so I think it's just a moment that came out, and I I thought it was ridiculous. But like I said if he if that's what he felt, then I, was saying, I think it was a moment that just came guess out. What, um, I have a right to make fun of him too. So yeah, yeah. Was silly. Like I don't. You're grown ass man. You should be crying over a white man getting elected. I'm just. Saying. I didn't even. I didn't even cry over Barack getting elected. That's all I'm saying. You crying over Joe Biden? Come on. Yeah, so I think he had a moment. I mean, to each his own. Come on, Van Jones. <laughs> I ain't gonna make fun of him to each his own. He could be a guy who, who just is in touch he with his an emotional dude. But yeah, I, he should to be emotional, like you said. But you know, I was like, come on, Van. Yeah, you lost me with that one. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, let's yeah, let's move to local politics because I'll stay on this shit forever. So I had another story. I was supposed to go, but I'm not going there right now. I might circle back if we have time at the end. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, let's go with the um. What they call yeah the the um graduated tax amendment, the graduated income tax amendment, which a lot of people commonly called the fair tax. The fair tax. Mm-hmm. He lost by a vote of um fifty four percent to forty five percent. No people voted for the um tax amendment. What do you mm-hmm. think about um the fair tax getting shot down? I think J- that he was pissed off because he gave his little long speech about it. J- yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> My thing that I've said about economics and it's clear that a lot of people have failed econ or don't understand basic econ, econ 101. So if you find that every time your bottom line, your numbers ain't adding up, how you increase your bottom line, you either have to add more income or cut costs. Those are the only two choices in anything, in any economic situation. So you can put it on any level, whether it be you writing your bills at home, on a local level for government, or on a national level for government. It is only two ways to increase your bottom line. You either have to bring in more revenue or cut costs. If more revenue doesn't come in, then cut, then things are going to get cut. That's the bottom line. When you look at government level stuff, even when you look at local government, to increase revenue, the, the solution people a lot of times say, okay, create, create some jobs, create jobs, create jobs, but jobs just don't get created a lot of times. I mean, you can create jobs, but what kind of jobs are you going to create? Are they going to be higher paying jobs? Are they going to be jobs with benefits? Are they going to be Livable wage, not even high paying, livable wage. Let's just say that, livable wage jobs. So, I mean, you just have to look at it in that aspect, I feel like. if Once you understand basic econ, then you see about how things move about. Like, I know people don't like taxes. People don't like, but taxes are part of life. Um, what's the one thing they always say? What's certain? Death and taxes. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> Like for real with the, like, your life, but what's fair for you though? Like, what's your op- what's your opinion of what's a fair tax for you? Like, what's Naima's opinion of like Naima's opinion of what a fair tax is? Like, 
if you do have a graduate, like if you do lock it in, like other states have done it and it's proved to be effective. It has been. So if you do do it in a way where it is a lock etched in stone kind of thing, it can work. But if you do it in a sneaky way where you're trying to be like, I want to write it right here, but then I'm going to amend this later and erase it out and then make it be something else, then that's not cool. But I mean, like, everybody should be able to, it's enough people that live in the state of Illinois and it's enough people that live in particularly largely populated cities like Chicago who should be able to be taxed at a certain amount. Like all of us should be able to maintain a certain level where we can. What's your magic number as far as um, that upper tax bracket though? The upper tax bracket? Um, so I'm going to tell you what the problem with the um, wording on all of this was like after you finish, I'm going to give my Because I don't think that they worded anything correctly. The way they did it was like very wordy and people didn't understand it. I don't think that's what happened. People didn't understand what they were saying. And when you... I'm going to read exactly what it said on the ballot. Yes, and when yes. you put something yes. out there... Yes, both supports repealing the state's constitutional requirement that the state personal income tax be a flat rate instead of allow the state to enact the legislation to grow graduated income tax. See, it's like, yeah, like... Yeah, the, the if word you're a regular is, motherfucker, you don't understand. You don't understand what that means. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but go ahead. Like, we look at, like, okay, like, we know that, like I said, if we look at the other side, we know that if you make, if you make $700,000 a year, you're not going to get an income tax back. <laughs> we know that you're not going to get, uh, you're not going to get that 5000 back from, like, the mom who may have two kids, the single mom with two kids who makes $30,000 a year. We know that you're not going to get an income tax. Uh, you're not going to get that. You're not going to get a tax refund, rather. You're not going to get tax money if you're making seven hundred thousand dollars. You're not going to get that. White people get tax money at all. <laughs> I only hear black people talk about tax money. What <laughs> 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 theory? Tax money was secret reparations. I think they just didn't want to call it reparations to like they want to piss off the MAGA country, so they called it tax money. Into- it's really secret. <laughs> Covert reparations. That's what I think tax money is. Because I never heard a white person in my life talk about tax money. It's tax season. Oh, speaking of, speaking of tax season, we're four months away now from I'll pay you when I get my taxes back. Now we're in that season. Four months away from secret reparations. We're in that season now. I'm, 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 start that rumor. I'm, I'm putting that out there. I'm going to say, yeah, tax money, really secret reparations. They just didn't want to call it <laughs> You don't want to piss off the racist. So let's just call it tax money. <laughs> I think that, like, if you look at it like that, where if it is certain things, but it has to be done in a way where it's not, you know, like crazy ways. Like, you can't, like, first you have to look at, like, what it costs to operate your state. You have to look at operating costs. Like, let's look at that first. Now, maybe I should, I should go back to school and do, like, some econ stuff. Maybe I should do that. Maybe that's my calling. You need to go and look at what your operating costs are. Were you already with the state? Are you going to be already with the state? So maybe I might go. State budget. <laughs> Naima's going to. Maybe I might go to Springfield. Naima to Springfield. <laughs> <laughs> no, but first you got before you just start adding taxes and start doing that. Let's look at the operating costs. Let's look at the numbers first. Then let's look at what the expense. Like, where are you paying? Like, how are you paying out things? Like, big city like Chicago. Obviously, we have. Mass trans, massive transportation, like we have the CTA, the red line, all that. We have museums, attractions, all that stuff costs a ton of money to operate. It does. You have to look at all that stuff. 
just don't just start slapping taxes on top of stuff first. Look at your stuff, look at your bottom line, see where it is. If you're still in the red where you're like, ooh, we in the red by this amount. Now how are we going to make this up? They was trying to go the casino route, but COVID happened. Because remember, they were trying to look for a spot to open for a casino in Chicago. They, it was like a spot to vacant land on the west side, I want to say. And they they're building up in Rockford, they're building a casino. Mm-hmm. But they're trying to build a casino. They already broke ground on that and it started building there and it halted um, knowing COVID. COVID. COVID hard a lot of stuff. Right off of I-90, because whenever I'm out in Rockford, I pass right by the land where the new um hard rock Rockford is supposed to be. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know when they're ever going to finish that, but they are. Like, that's one of the... Like, uh, another attraction that was in Chicago that was due to be opening, the Obama Presidential Library. That would have generated... I heard much about that. That got halted. Because um, that, that was supposed to be around. I mean, I don't see much action going on. Right, because it was supposed to have broken ground last October. I think it was when they first broke ground last October. I don't but, see much action out there. Right, because COVID happened. Because mm-hmm. like, that was supposed to generate. I forgot how many jobs they said that that would generate for like for, like the staff to run it. And then like the construction workers, even the people to build it. Like They was like, this is going to create this many jobs. The, and, jobs. the right. workers are the shitty jobs. Like If you're going to um, work there, it's probably like the worst yeah. jobs. Like, you yeah. might be- Make, $12 an hour. Like maybe that. 15 at most is yeah, like, that, yeah. good jobs are them construction jobs. Construction, that's, yeah. That's where the, that's when they say creating jobs, that's where the, the real money is going to come. Mm-hmm. You might get, yeah, 60, 70 grand for like, 70 grand a year, yeah, you might get that. Yeah, you're going to get paid like decent, like doing construction, but probably yeah. more than that because that's a big project, yeah. That's like, a minimum, like minimum 70, minimum, yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, you have to look at that type of stuff first. And then you have to assess, like, um, it is, like, like, the hard thing is about, like, taxes is, like, kind of, like, uh, because it's, like, it seems like you get a raise at your job. You get an increase, but then your taxes go up because, and it's, like, are you really ascending when, like, let's say you get a 7% raise. And then your taxes go up 2%. You see what I mean? So it's like you're always going to be in that kind of tug of war with your money. And it's like, ah, like, you know, you're trying to get ahead. But, I mean, I think that it could work if they do it in a way where it's not being deceptive. It could work, the graduates. Like, like, like I said, it was worded all badly. So. What was explained to me as an accountant, because I talked to an accountant about it. I, I talked to an accountant, so. That's what I did. Here's my take Here's on my the information whole. about it. Yeah. Let's go back to the analogy about um. Well, we're gonna take it that you got kids. We're gonna say, and pretty yeah. soon the kids are gonna want allowance. So let's talk about kids. Yes. If you have a kid and you give them an allowance and they blow their allowance on something dumb, like do they deserve more money? Like, I don't think so. <laughs> what Illinois is is that kid that's blowing their money on dumb shit. Like, cause think about it. What happened last year? Or earlier this year, Illinois just raised the fucking um st- license plate sticker, and that was fifty dollars. One fifty, yeah. You already raised. You getting tax money there, and it's still not like how much money does the state need? It's like eventually you gotta you gotta get your spending under control because like and that's why I said how thing. high you raise the taxes is like Illinois still got shitty spending habits. And, and that's like, what I said. Like um, you talked about states that have um graduated income taxes, but um. What about states like Florida and Texas with no income taxes? They seem to be doing okay. It's like, um, mm-hmm. it's in Illinois, probably. They, they don't know how to handle their money, right? Now, how is Texas and, and um, Florida doing fine with no state income taxes? 
But Illinois is in such a shitty position. They keep <laughs> taxes, yeah. So they just did that license plate shit. Mm-hmm. And this was all worded out because um, cause some people say, is it 400000 Is it 250000 It's a mixed message. We don't even know what the cutoff line is, like, for um, mm-hmm. for that upper tax bracket. Like, because I heard four hundred, I heard two hundred fifty. Like, what's the number? Yeah, I, That's I a big heard, difference. Yeah, I heard two fifty. I know people that make two fifty, and then um, I don't know as many people that make four hundred, but there's people mm-hmm. in my circle that make two fifty. So like, yeah, I don't know anybody I'm, personally that makes two fifty. Not a lot of money. Yeah, it's not. It's it's good money, but um, right. you're not rich. It's like like the Huxtable said. Like, yeah, you that you work. Your rich is where your money works for you. When you work for your money, you're not rich. Mm-hmm. You're doing all right. Two fifty. You're doing well. Too- well, I'll take it back. You gotta two, work for that two fifty. Two fifty is rich, but over that is wealth. It's a difference between being rich and being wealthy. Rich is like, okay, I can go out and I, if I spend something, I can splurge on something, and splurge and not really be affected. But wealth is like, okay, I'm sleeping and I have money working for me. That's wealth. When you're sleeping, you're generating income. Mm-hmm. That's what wealth is. But that's what and, and like the messaging, like the commercials, like uh, I don't, you probably saw this commercial. One of the commercials had Trump in it talking about him paying seven hundred and fifty dollars in tax. We all saw that commercial. Yeah, <laughs> what does Donald Trump have to do with Illinois politics? He doesn't yeah. live in Illinois. Like, like this was not affect him at all. Like people that um, like the dumb people would fall for that. Me, I'm like, come on, yeah. <laughs> like this, I like this. It's not this, like passing this is not going to affect Donald Trump's taxes at all. Like it's what are you not. talking about? <laughs> What are you talking about? <laughs> my thing that, like, like I said, put a banana in a tailpipe. Like my thing that I said, yeah. it's yeah. like you have to look at your spending. That's why I went back to that. Like, if you're looking every month, and like, if your bottom line, like, if you're living check to check, and then you're looking, like, I'm gonna use this example. Like, if you're a person, we're just gonna take it basic as hell. You're living, you live in your apartment, you have your car, you have da whatever, and then every month. You're just barely just making it. You're just barely skating by. You have no money to put aside because you always should have money that you should be able to put in a savings or an emergency account. You have nothing to save. Mm-hmm. So then you just go in your mind, what can I do? I can either get more money or cut expensive. If you can't get more money because let's say that, okay, I already work 12-hour days at my 9 to 5. I don't want it. That's too much if I add a second job. And so uh, I already asked my boss for a raise. He said right. no. Like he it. said no because things are tight right now. So what can I do? Hmm. I don't need this $200 cable bill. Let me cut cable. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't need to go to Starbucks every day and drink coffee. Let me cut this out. Yeah, Let me get like, a Keurig and just do that. You can make my own. <laughs> Right, get a carrot. You hmm. really want to be cheap, get a drip. And shit. Yeah, get some Folgers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really cheap. Real cheap. Three penny drop. Yeah, makes two hundred, like three hundred cups, damn near from one can. Hmm. You know what? <laughs> I can actually just take the train to work. So let me sell my car because cars, even though I own my car. Cars cost money because you have to get the window sticker. You got to get the plate sticker. You got to do maintenance, oil changes, brakes, tires. You might get a crack in your windshield. Transmission flush. Somebody we know, their transmission just went out on their car. $1,700 to fix it. Mm. A friend of ours' transmission just went out on his car. Yes. Mm. So it's like, yeah, like you make those kind of thoughts. Hmm, now what can I do? So if you're doing everything and you're cutting, 
and you cut as much as you can all the way down to your bare basic where you just are operating at bare at, with a skeleton. You operate with a skeleton crew now. And you still are like, okay, I can use a little more. Now you have to look at, okay, maybe now let me add some revenue. Okay, I'm going to have to put on my big girl panties and I'm going to have to do a second job. Let me holler at this Uber Eats. Let me holler at this DoorDash. Let me holler at this Instacart. I might have to do this a couple of hours uh, after I get off work. So then you do that. But I think that you need to look at your operating costs to see if you can cut first to see like what you can do to manage your spending better before you just start, you know, doing, like I said, the tax tax, before you just start doing that. Because if you're poor with money, no matter how much money you get, you're still going to be poor with money. Mm-hmm. And that's the bottom line. Somebody could give you a million dollars, but if you're shitty with money, you can blow that million dollars. And that's what <laughs> Illinois' problem is. It's like if you on your job, Illinois just got a raise, like, in January on their job. Like, and um, now you're asking for another raise because, you because like, the, the raise was the, the um, plate sticker going up $50. Right, $50. Yeah. Just got a raise, and now you're asking for more money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they got $100 in my household because Marcus and I both have a car. So they got $100 extra for us. So yeah. you just got a raise already early yeah. year and shit. Yeah, you're still asking for money and shit. Didn't we just give you a raise? But that's just my thing. Oh, and uh, go ahead. Another thing I posted to on social media, and I got some likes on this, was I basically said, um, just use social media for entertainment purposes on some things. Stop reposting people's economic strategies who are basically making payment arrangements every day for uh, their bills every month. Stop stop reposting people like, yeah, this is what I would do with it. Can you even manage your own finances? (laughs) How about that? Shout out Mr. Jones on that one. (laughs) Like, don't listen. Like, don't let these people... You're like, yeah, and that's right. It's like, but what are they doing with their finances? Mm. <laughs> just tip your head and they're like, okay, I see you. And then just keep it moving. Don't repost it like it's like the word, you know, like it's like right. the truth. Let's rapid fire through some of these other races because we run right. way long now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a political edition. Yeah. Like so, I said, we're going to go long. The election results went long, so we're going to go long. <laughs> Dick Durbin um, reelected for another term in Senate. No surprises. Watched Willie Wilson. Sorry, Willie Wilson. A lot of people Willie had a chance, but um, like I said. It's the state of Illinois. Yeah, Chicago he might have did because he got over 200,000 votes, but um. Dick Durbin got almost 3 million votes. It's the state of Illinois. And a Republican got over 2 million. So, um, Willie Wilson, you, yeah. You think people in Anna, Illinois are really going to vote for Willie Wilson? <laughs> and Anna? Anna County. <laughs> right. You really think they was going to vote for him? Bobby Rush kept his seat. Um, Robin What's Kelly kept hers. Uh, I don't know whose district you're in as far as um, the um, representatives. I'm in Robin Kelly. I'm not sure which I have to look and see who my district rep is. Um, just reading some of the Danny Davis. I'm just reading some of the Yeah. The Those man. are like the usual, the usuals. Chewy Garcia, he's still holding Hi, it. Hi, Chewy. He's still holding it. Hi, Chewy, okay. Mm-hmm. I saw his signs up like when I was like uh going like some of my neighborhoods. I used you must to- see Chewy Garcia sign. I think of vote for Pedro from fucking off. racist was for me thinking that. On the- <laughs> but I always think of that whenever I see a Chewy. Chewy. You might vote for Chewy. You really should just bite it all the way with it. Why not? <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's- Kim Fox one. Kim yeah. Fox, yeah, the state's attorney. She's um got another term. Fox? Kim Fox kept her seat. Let's look at Congress while we got the, um, the House, the Democrats still have the House right now. Right. 
they're going to have it. I don't think the Republicans got mm-hmm. enough numbers because 218 is the um you need for the majority, just like 270 is for the majority of um right. for um the electoral college. The electoral, like, yeah. You need um Democrats are at 215 already. Republicans mm-hmm. at 196. They'd have to win every one of these seats that are still out there to win. So right. numbers out there, the Democrats probably keep the House. Senate mm-hmm. is where it gets interesting. We're tied at 48 with yeah. four seats left. And um, you have to have the 51. 51 right. right. For majority. Let's look at the swing states right now that are still out. Alaska right. is going to go for Trump. So, yeah. Georgia, Trump is up. I mean, Trump, like, he's not running for fucking Senate. Yeah. I'm still stuck on this red blue shit. That's what I'm saying. Right, right, right. <laughs> Alaska's um Republican um the Republican nom they they still up. Georgia, the Republicans up right now as well. Mm-hmm. North Carolina Republicans up. Georgia uh, Georgia got two. What's up? Oh, it's two senators running. That's why, yeah. Georgia got a Republican and a senator because each state has two, yeah. So like right. I guess both of their seats were up this year. Mm-hmm. Like uh, one Republican, one Democrat in Georgia. So, um, and then Alaska and North Carolina are both leaning Republicans. So the Republicans probably keep the Senate. They said it's going to be a runoff in Georgia, though. That's what they said. It's supposed to be a runoff election. Yeah, I think. Um, so they were saying ATL show up. They were saying ATL, y'all better show up, ATL. Yeah, I think the Republicans probably keep the House. Yeah. I think government <laughs> works better when. Um, one side doesn't have all the power anyway, so checks and balances. Exactly, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. so right now the Senate has the me, the the Democrats have the House, the Republicans have the Senate, but the they're trying to flip they're trying to flip the Senate to um the Dems. Basically. And the Democrats have the White House. They're gonna right. have, and um the Republicans you could say have the Supreme Court because they just appointed the new justice. Yeah, the enemy and whatever. That'll be perfectly balanced. Like like two houses um are Republican, two houses Democrat. That's mm-hmm. like right now. That's what it would stand if, if um, Democrats keep the house. It will be like yeah, two. And in all actuality, two, like Chuck, Chuck Willary be two and two. So if we are trying to stay balanced, if it if it does work out like that, where it's two and two, like you said, mm-hmm. then we actually need to work together as a nation. Stop doing the like. I want to. One thing that I just want to be over with is just the petty name calling, the petty this. You snowflake. You libtard. Well, you. That's going to go on for a few more, at least um, until Trump is out of office. That's I just, as I was saying, like, by, by, uh, by, what I want for my birthday is for this shit to be over. This this petty name. Man, like, maybe by my birthday, I want this shit to be over. Maybe it'll be normal by then. Cause because surprisingly, um, but um, MAGA's been pretty calm. I didn't hear, like, have you heard of any riots or anything like that? Like, outside of the little, um, when they you said they showed up to the polls with their guns, but... I ain't heard of no real like violence, like which I thought it might be, like um, which is why I was like um for our city, I said a, a Trump win would have been worse for like cities like. Oh yeah, absolutely. I really Chicago think they would have had another when they tore up like the Mag Mile and all of that. I think we would have yeah. had a moment like that. They would have let the bridges up again. Yeah. yeah. Which they did have the bridge up by Trump Tower for obvious reasons. As you live there, you'd be mad than a motherfucker. I just want to go home and shit. I don't care about all this. Shit. <laughs> you had a crib in Trump Tower, I'd be mad than a motherfucker. Right Willie Wilson have a crib there? I know he has something like near, like he has something, in a, he has something downtown. I know I he know, does. Um, Derek Rose used to have one there. I don't know. Yeah, Rose he, did have one. I remember yeah, I don't know when he got traded. I don't know if he kept that or if he sold it. I don't know. Like, so he might right. still have it. I don't know because mm-hmm. when he got traded from the Bulls, like I don't know if he like sold his um right. condo there. 
I know Willie Wilson does have like a nice downtown. He has something downtown, a nice downtown condo. And I'm wondering if it's at Trump Tower. I'm wondering. If I lived, I'd be mad than a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to come home. You had to work a long day at work, tired, and the bridge is up. Like, <laughs> you know, it's a long way to get around. A long way to get around. Imagine, <laughs> be mad than a motherfucker. Because right. they did let that bridge up on Wabash, the one right by the Trump Tower. The other ones are yeah. still down. They let that one up because it, in case Trump wins, they're going to torch this building. That's all that was. So, yeah, that's all that was. I just want everybody just, I'm just over the pettiness. And my thing that I've always maintained is that you just aren't one thing. You're not just like you, people be like, I'm a staunch conservative. I'm a staunch liberal. It's like, no, you're not. You're not a staunch anything. Like, nobody is like 100% into anything unless you just we all um, follow that. We're not robots. We're human beings. Right. So like, um, that's why I always push vote your interest. That mm-hmm. way you don't go wrong. If you just look, okay, like what are what are your opinions on abortion? How do you feel about guns? How do you feel about um uh, school funding? Like you got kids, so school is a big one for you. School is a big one for me. Yeah, you got to vote. Affordable house, affordable you, housing. Yeah. Affordable housing. Affordable, affordable health care. Like, interest. That's what. Affordable um, health care. That way you don't get too attached to a, a side. Say, right. okay, like I feel this way about this. Okay, what does this candidate think about it? What does that one think about it? Mm-hmm. That's all you um. So that way you all get to it. That's why I'm not attached because I vote my interest. Which is why religion. I didn't, want, I didn't celebrate. I didn't get hot. I just like oh okay. Yeah. I said Trump's gone. Good riddance. That was I like laughed. my that was my natural reaction. Trump's gone. Good riddance. Yeah, I, I laughed like, at the memes because the memes had me cracking up because the internet stays undefeated. The memes were just entertaining to me. Yeah, <laughs> my whole thing is okay. Trump's out of there. But people were going hard. I'm like, damn, y'all going hard in here. But um, that's why I always go to the whole religion thing. Like when people just keep on going to religion, like stop using religion as a crutch for like to say your beliefs. Because it's like, unless you strictly follow your book, you know, your religious book, whether you're Christian, Muslim, Jewish, Hindu, whatever, you're race whatever your uh, religious that you follow i don't know i'm not sure whatever your book is that you follow you know i'm just thinking of different religions like do buddhists have a book i don't know (laughs) yeah i don't know they have one i just don't know i'm because i know they chant they have they 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 chant they have the ding ding they chant you gotta have something that you gotta be something i'm sure whatever they're chanting is written down in a book I'm yeah, sure. the I'm sure they yeah. didn't make that shit up. <laughs> but whatever um your religion is that you follow, it's like stop using that as like your reason about why you follow a certain thing. Because unless you a hundred percent do everything in that book, you hypocrites, you're a hypocrite some kind of way. Like Bible biggest, full of contradictions. This is for all my Christian brothers and sisters. My biggest one. The America's biggest mostly a Christian country. That's why. So that's and why, I'll go here with the Christianity. Why I Christianity first because um, yeah. there's contradictions in the other books too. But like yeah. I start with the Bible because most of my friends are Christian. Yeah, and then like, I'll go here with this too. Like if you talk about you know abortion is a sin, this and that, but you have premarital sex. It's also a sin. <laughs> Gay and homosexuality is a sin. But you have tattoos on your body. <laughs> it's like you can't. You see what I mean? Like, so when you make those statements about when you cherry pick certain things that you say is sins, but then you do other stuff that is a sin also. So it's like that's why I just say just stay, just keep religion out of it. Don't try to put your religion in as far as part of a reason of trying to 
win an argument because unless you follow your book, your religion, unless you 100% follow it and you don't, you don't steer off of that, you follow everything that is in your book to the letter, to the T, then you have a thing to say about it. Then you can, you walk the walk and you talk the talk. Then you can do that. But if you don't and you send in Monday through Saturday and then you're just religious on Sunday, we're going to have problems. People are going to call you out. I'm just saying, don't do that. Well, as we wrap up on a high note, you oh, on a high note, pun intended. <laughs> we we won big this year. Montana, Arizona, New Jersey, and South Dakota legalized recreational marijuana. Oh, big year for weed this year. <laughs> I'm a weed smokers. You got four new states now. So. <laughs> oh, and it's circling back. Illinois, you you did the weed thing too. So where's that weed money at? Yeah, like last year, like weed. So um, they that's where the weed, weed money at? And all kinds of tax revenue because last year Illinois became a weed state. So, hey, I'm just saying, uh, <laughs> managing all this money, man. Uh, Naima to do budget in Springfield. <laughs> Write my note to myself. <laughs> we won big. Um, four, four, you got four more now. <laughs> Another four. I say legalizer across the board. Huh? Even though I don't smoke it, I say legalizer across the board. Um, with Democrats in the um White House, that might happen. Even though Biden hasn't really said shit about weed, like how he might, uh, he's been quiet. But I don't know if he's pro weed or not. Kamala's pro weed. She said. I'm, so. I don't know about Biden. He he didn't yeah, say. She's pro weed. Biden. <laughs> he did do the '94 crime bill, so I'd imagine he's not a weed guy. A lot of cats are still. A lot of cats are still sitting in jail right now because of weed. So weed. Wouldn't that be <laughs> ironic though if you legalize it and let all them cats out? Yeah. That's my solution to the '94 crime bill. That's how you fix it. <laughs> then we can then maybe people then we can be quiet about the 94 crime bill. Yeah, then we know. can be quiet about the 94 crime bill. We can move on and stop stop talking about that. We can move on. We can we can evolve from it. Let's let's make it happen. Come on, make that happen. Let's move on from this because we've been going we way <laughs> time right now. I didn't even get to talk about the NBA. Maybe next week we'll do that. But yeah. definitely appreciate each and every one of you supporting Not Another Damn Podcast. If you want to support us further, we're going to do this quickly. You got to um, like our Facebook fan page. Give it a like. Not Another Damn Podcast. Also subscribe, share, rate, review. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, SoundCloud, iHeart, TLC Talk Radio. What up, Tasha? Also, you can check us out um, in video form on YouTube. That might be our thumbnail. <laughs> Got to do a pose for the camera like Beyonce said. Yeah. Also, you can get at us on your Amazon Alexa devices. And you can follow me at Ozman the Wizard on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Oz Radio on Snapchat and Facebook as well. If you like 90s and 2K classics, I have a streaming station right now called OzRadio.net. You can find it as The Bomb. It's the nickname of it. And you can check me out, MSIMAH626 on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Mm-hmm. Also, S-T-R-8-G-U-L-O-E-Y-1 on Twitter, mm-hmm. S-T-R-8-G-U-L-O-E-Y-7 on Instagram. Also, please like the Straight Gully Facebook fan page. Check out straightgully.com for your blogs and your blogs. And for your video production needs, check out straightgullyproductions.com. Well, I'm Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. We will talk to you later. Bye. I'm gone.